0: rely on, on x hunt when i'm hunting turkeys it is an invaluable turkey hunting tool many of you know axis deer is considered to be the best tasting venison on the planet i've been hearing that for years and that those deer cause some ecological harm well maui nui venison is bringing those axis deer to the market So you can get some fresh cuts and sticks shipped to your door. Visit mauinuivenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I, venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids with over six thousand captains and trips to choose from planning your next one just got a whole lot easier download the fishing booker app on the google play or app store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today
1: Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Giannis, Cal, Mark, Brody, Max, Corinne, and Hansi. You'll notice one name I didn't mention there, and that's Steve Brunella. This is a Steve-less episode. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I want to clap,
2: but I like my job. I just I, the fact that we have to call it out. This is the last time I'm going to talk
1: about. It is just like the most bizarre, weird thing to me. It's going to be
3: half as long as a normal episode. I'm yeah. going
1: to call it out every episode, uh, just so Giannis can give us like a vibes check in the room. Giannis, how you feel without having Steve here?
3: I, I
4: feel the same as I would if I have him here. Oh. But we're gonna. His energy will be missed, and.
1: One form or another, whether that's positive or negative. (laughs) That's right. Now, Hansi and Max, you've been on the podcast before, but if folks don't recognize your names, tell them what you do
5: here at Meat Eater Max. Uh, I'm a camera guy and editor. Um, I work on Duck Lore, go on miscellaneous shoots, do a lot of cooking stuff. Uh, Went on a shoot with Giannis last spring. Um, But yeah, if I'm not out in the field, sitting in front of the computer, making that story come to life. How is Giannis to work with? Uh, You know, yeah he's okay how is max to work with he's a dick <laughs> Ooh. this is the
6: same max that was a <laughs> that was party to, to, to kimmy and sean's uh harrowing hunting story and oh, yes. uh yes i was a part of that was that in new mexico or
1: new mexico yeah. yeah we're also joined by Hanzi, another waterfowl fellow. Hanzi tell folks what you do here
5: i'm a video editor so i do uh like cal's weekend review and sourced and some of those long form pieces that you see on youtube so I
1: am not in the field, uh, unlike Max. Both fellas do great work. Now, if you're not familiar, Max and Hansi, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from our four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. There is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. Now, last time we played, we revealed each player's average score per game. If you don't remember, the leaders in the clubhouse are Brody, Steve, and Giannis, who each average. Roughly six correct answers per game. But the stat of the week for this episode is winning scores. The average winning score for trivia is 7.02 correct answers per game. The best winning score we've ever had was Brody, who once got 10 correct answers. And the worst winning score we've ever had was Steve, who once got four correct answers. The most common winning score is eight, which happens about 40% of the time. So if you want to win meteor trivia, plan on getting between seven and eight correct answers
2: it's a between seven and eight yeah there's like a 7.5 <laughs> option you're gonna have or? the right answer on one and then you're gonna have one that's a just kind
3: deemed of that right it's okay answer.
1: to be acceptable that's right so 7.02 correct answers per game you think you got that in you yanni
3: yes
5: hansi are you, are, you ner- are you nervous because i am
3: <laughs> 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 too, I we
5: couldn't tell wow, let's go uh Now,
1: the last time we played, we had a question about how many species of wildcats are native to North America. I said the correct answer was six, which I got from National Geographic. But about a dozen listeners pointed out that there is a little-known seventh species. This is the margay cat which is similar in appearance to the ocelot. They're commonly found in South America and Central America and were even documented one time in Texas in 1852. So the correct answer is seven, not six, which we will get fixed for the board game. And I went back and listened to the show and that answer would not have impacted the outcome of the game. So seven wildcats in North America.
5: This is usually the part in the episode where Steve says that you suck at your job, right, Spencer? That's <laughs> right. Somebody... <laughs> Man, I don't I don't like getting it wrong like that,
1: but if you can't trust National Geographic, who can you trust? I don't know. Man. Margay. Margay cat.
2: M-A-R-G-U-A-Y, something like that.
1: M-A-R-G-A-Y. G-A-Y. Also, the last time we played without Steve and Brody, I was explaining to these guys the vacuum theory that a lot of whitetail hunters talk about. Now, Mark, fill in these folks on the vacuum theory real quick.
5: So the basic idea here is that whitetail bucks in particular typically have a home range where they have some type of territorial status. The average home range size is somewhere around 350 acres, give or take. So the idea here is that in some places there'll be like a big bully buck who will kind of lay out his territory and scare off others and keep others out of that general zone. Does that sound familiar? You guys at all? Hasn't happened to me yet. Okay. I know where we're getting at here. I see where this is going, Spencer. (laughs) Yeah, keep going. Keep going. (laughs) I like where your head's at. So the idea here is, though, once that big buck's killed or disappears for whatever reason, it creates a vacuum. There's now this open turf. There's this open great habitat, and other deer will come in and, and take that, claim that territory. So I imagine... If a vacuum is opened up elsewhere, somebody will claim that turf too, even outside of the wildlife world. Is that where you're going, Spencer? Yeah, so
1: in this scenario with meat trivia, Steven Brody are the old dominant bucks that died, <laughs> and Giannis and Mark and Cal are the new bucks that rolled in to take their stuff. And I was explaining this <laughs> theory. Yeah, 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 I, <laughs> I was explaining this theory to Brody before our live show in May, and Brody's response was this. Well, what happens when that old buck comes back and kicks everyone's ass? <laughs> so, we're going to get a look at the vacuum buck theory. It's just a white theory. tail hunter's self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> yep.
3: is
2: all it is. It's like oh, so I here's another... Wait, another
3: one will come yeah, around. Exactly. <laughs> so, here's
2: another reason to sit in a tree all day.
1: Yep. <laughs> That's right. So, we're going to get a look at the vacuum buck theory today. Will the old gray buck and Brody take back his stuff or will one of the new bucks like Mark hold his oh, ground? God. I'm coming for you, Brody. Yeah, I'm a mule deer hunter, so it doesn't really apply to me. This is just really doing
2: a, a masterful job of adding depth to trivia. Just trying we to create could, tension. We could have one simple thing here at Meat Eater, <laughs> but yeah. no. We're trying to make ruin a, a nice backstory. Great tension. Great tension, yeah.
1: And with that, we're on to trivia. Play the drop, Phil.
3: Look, I need to know what I stand to win everything. How's that?
5: Just tend to win everything. <laughs>
1: Question one, the topic is cooking, and as always, this will be multiple choice. What type of fish is served in an Arnold Bennett omelet? Is it halibut, tuna, haddock, or snapper? Again, what type of fish is served in an Arnold Bennett omelet? Is it halibut, tuna, haddock, or snapper? Giannis, you ever put fish in your omelets?
4: You know, I don't make omelets much, but I've uh, thrown some smoked trout in some scrambled eggs mm. a few times. We can call that the Giannis Patelis
1: omelet someday.
4: Omelets seem to be dry, I'm not into dry eggs. I like a wet, creamy egg. Mm. You're,
1: Which you're such
2: gonna...
4: a you're such a butter fam.
2: Like uh-huh. how how do you produce a dry omelet? You know, I was criticized. The eggs just get overcooked at breakfast one time because you know what the opposite of a dry omelet is, right? A wet one. A wet omelet. And so, like, in kitchen terms, you're like, yeah, I want that wet. People find that very unappealing, I've learned. Mm.
1: Yeah, see, I would prefer the wet omelet. Absolutely. Again, the Arnold Bennett omelet, it has halibut, tuna, haddock, or snapper. One of those four fish. I have no idea. Does anybody know already. this? Or is everybody just guessing? Yeah. No, I got it. Full-on guess. You got it? 25% Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going off. Of... <laughs> okay, you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Mark saying snapper. Max sang halibut, Brody sang halibut, Corinne sang haddock, Cal sang snapper, Hansi sang haddock, and Yannis sang snapper. The correct answer is haddock. Ooh. Ooh. And now you're going to explain who this uh, Arnold Bennett guy is? Chefs at the Savoy Grill in England created this dish for novelist Arnold Bennett in the 1920s. The omelet is made with fluffy eggs, smoked haddock, hollandaise sauce, and grated cheese. I was envisioning
2: some, like, you know, quote-unquote golf athlete in Florida. Uh, like Arnold Palmer.
1: Arnold Palmer. I going to half, half, half iced tea omelet. So yeah, that's that's Exactly. Neat. Exactly. So we had a few folks get it right. We're on to question two. The topic is fishing. Who hosted Animal Planet's TV show, River Monsters? Oh. Who hosted... Animal Planets TV show River Monsters. He had a luscious head of hair. I remember that. Yeah,
5: just sort of like you, Cal. Yeah, long and flowing. (laughs) Yeah, sort of like you. I could be confused for
1: Jim Shocky. I can see his face, but man. Again, who hosted Animal Planets TV show River Monsters? Again, does anybody in the room know this? I think we should steer clear of TV shows. You want first
3: and last name? Uh, You know, last name's good enough. Uh-huh. First name uh-huh. good enough. <laughs> I was, <I> was <laughs> going to guess first name. <laughs> 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 I was like, why oh, it just came it? to me, I think. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm really Humunculus got you. <sighs> <sighs> my kids, I think, got me.
5: Mm. I'm just going to put think, an Animal Planet name.
2: You know what? I watched one episode of that, and, and they're like, so this is what it has to be. But instead, we're gonna catch this because we can't figure out how to catch that. And I was like, "Well, this show's bullshit." Listen, <laughs> yeah.
1: their show is—it's—it's it's the greatest fishing show ever made. Here's what I love about it: it takes it and breaks it down for laymen. Um, so when they're Jeremy. Oh, Spencer!
4: Hey, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and hey, look, look who got Go ahead the and reveal right.
1: your answers. We have Mark saying Jeremy, oh, Max saying it. Adam, Brody <laughs> saying Jeremy, Wade, Corinne Jeremy Wade. saying, I forget, Cal saying Jeremy, Wade. Uh, Hanzi sang Stanley Tucci and Giannis sang Jim Shale. <laughs> I wasn't going to put Steve Irwin. Uh, the correct know? answer is Jeremy Wade. Oh, oh that's that great. Guys. I love it. Oh, Are oh, we oh. giving it to the yeah, people? So what who happens I... there? Cal, did you have, have that before I said?
6: Absolutely not. not. He did not no. have that.
1: Cal doesn't get it. Brody but did, what, though, The, the Brody other Brody folks did. do. I said his name. Exactly. Well, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And we were I don't done. know, man.
6: This this might this might be on you. I think <laughs> you have to give him the answer. That, I mean that. Hold <laughs> well, on, I, I wouldn't would be surprised. I'll just
2: say it that way. I wouldn't be surprised. Whatever. I don't Feel good about that. Uh, it's it's, wow. up to, it's
6: up to you, Spencer. Bro- Brody did have it before Brody you said it. Brody had it. I don't it know who else did? No, I had this. Jeremy <sighs> doesn't count. Not
1: good enough. So just Brody on that one. Just he no, got Brody. the
3: second part without any tip. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Here's, here's you know, what's great about Jeremy. Good Wade. thing Steve's not. He was talking
1: about like now I want to fish this spot because the current actually goes backwards and it's like yeah it's just like an eddy but it's like very common for us but when he explains it to someone who doesn't know fishing it's like whoa the current goes backwards i found that most
2: people on a river do not they have a very hard time with upstream and downstream Mm. like where (laughs) the
1: water comes from versus where it's going like yeah i don't get it Now, I once asked Steve if we could have Jeremy Wade on the podcast, and his answer was, no, that person doesn't interest me. Then I asked why, and Steve responded by pointing at a lady walking across the street and said, I don't know, that lady doesn't interest me either, should we have her on the show. And I've never brought it up since. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's good. So, do I get that point? You do not. Why is that? Because I gave the
2: answer. No, you gave it. A part of a word of he, the answer. He did
6: get the full name. No, he I just, I name. just
2: want to know because that is essentially just like anybody else being like, oh, and saying something, and there, yeah. you know, then there's this big argument. And Steve loses his shit, oh,
6: and blah blah blah.
2: Phil, what I do think, you think you
3: should give Cal the answer unless he beats me by one question. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> My
6: vote is to give it to Brody and Cal because we'll um, give
1: it to Brody and Cal.
5: Yeah. Well, if you give it to Callie, you got to give it to Mark then. No, because Mark just no, put Jeremy, just, which, which just, Spencer said. Just but I had man. it before <laughs> yeah, Spencer said did, it. He did. He did have it before Spencer said it. I can confirm.
1: Question 3. The topic is haunting. This next great question is from Stephen Ranella. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at com. This state has a sheep named after it that's created by crossing a mouflon U and a Ram. What is it? Again, this this state has a sheep named after it that's created by crossing a mouflon ewe and Rambouillet ram. What is it? Looking for the state.
3: This is one of the United States you're looking for.
1: Yes. This state has a sheep named after it that's created by crossing a mouflon ewe and Rambouillet ram. What is it? A pretty stumped room, but Giannis had a quick answer. How you feeling, Gianni?
4: Y'all did have
2: a quick
1: answer. Oh, I'm feeling all right about it. It's still a guess, though. One more time. This state has a sheep named after it that's created by crossing a Mouflon U in a Ram. Does everybody have an answer?
3: No. I want more time.
1: <laughs> it worked for you last time. Are you going to say the answer this time?
3: Well, you just challenged
2: Spencer as to why it's not good. And then he starts talking. That's right.
5: Well, you have a there one you go. In, one
4: in 50.
1: Mm. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> 1 in 50 Slipping Getting old Does everybody have an answer? Brody? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers We have Mark saying Nevada Max saying Alaska Brody saying Hawaii Corinne saying Nebraska Cal without an answer Couldn't come up with right. a state Hanzi saying Washington And Giannis saying Texas I'm saying Wyoming Somebody in the room did get it right The correct answer is Texas it is the oh Texas doll sheep. Now, these animals were bred oh. just for hunting purposes, oh. but it's now popular to raise them for their meat and pasture-clearing abilities. You don't need a tag to kill one in Texas, but outfitters do charge anywhere from $1,000 to $5,000 to hunt them. Texas, the state home to the barnyard <laughs> slam. Did yep. you know that one, Yanni? <laughs> um,
4: I couldn't have told you that it was the Texas doll sheep, but I had heard... Steve sometimes gets on people if he sees a picture of them with one of these sheep. And so I had remembered that it happens in Texas. Plus, I mean, where else? What other state do they do a bunch of crossing of
1: animals? Hawaii was a good guess, though. uh, Yeah, for sure. I
3: don't know. Yeah, Hawaii is a
1: good guess. Question four. The topic is trapping. What is the largest land-dwelling member of the weasel family? Again, what is the largest land-dwelling member of the weasel family? Oh. A quick answer from Mark and Max. What constitutes
2: land-dwelling?
1: A land-dwelling member of the weasel family.
2: Like more time?
1: This is the the definition (laughs) you'll find uh, in any dictionary, any wildlife source. This is uh, their terminology, the largest land dwelling member of the Weasel family.
3: So, oh, man. Are I bears can, weasels? I see an argument. <laughs> You're a Weasel.
1: Does everybody have an answer? Uh, Go ahead and reveal your answers. Uh, we have Mark uh, saying oh, Wolverine, shit. Max saying Marmot, Brody saying Wolverine, Cor- or, uh, Corinne saying Badger, Cal saying Wolverine, Hanzi saying Pine Martin, and Yana saying
5: Fisher. The is correct the answer is Wolverine.
3: That makes sense.
5: Oh, I was just trying to think of weasels. Come on, although, yeah. does that
3: mean that there's an otter that's bigger than yeah, Wolverine? Wolverines a marmot grow, is not a weasel. No.
2: <laughs> oh, you were just trying to think of any weasel. <laughs> yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. Although so, but you didn't write down weasel.
1: No, I didn't. Okay. A, <laughs> a, mar- big weasel. Weasel. a big old weasel. big old weasel. Although Wolverines grow up to 55 pounds, they aren't even the biggest member of the weasel family. That distinction goes to the sea otter, which can grow up to 90 pounds. The smallest weasel is sea the otter. least weasel, which weighs less than an ounce. So Brody knew it all there, even the even I'm the fact. expert. Question five, we'll get a scoreboard update after this. From Phil, the topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us from Lee Nelson. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. There are five types of salmon found in the Great Lakes. Name two of them. There are five types of salmon found in the Great Lakes. I want you to name two of them. Seems like a confident room. Except for Cal. Hmm.
5: Hanzi probably knows this because he grew Growing up, right, up right on the Great Lakes, maybe. Yeah, you're putting a lot yeah. of confidence in me yeah. there. We got a lot of Great yeah, fo- Great Lakes folks in this Growing
4: room. up in Michigan in the uh, <clears throat> late 80s, early 90s, like I knew there was salmon, but it seemed like every time we went to the fish hatchery, all they talked about were those lampreys. <laughs> like That's all I remember <laughs> as
1: from a kid. There would just be lampreys stuck to every fish that was swimming around the Great Lakes. Yeah, they like to eat those salmon. Does everybody have an answer? Again, looking for two of the salmon found in the Great Lakes. Yeah, Cal, make sure you write down, down two words. I put down two o two words. So what happens two answers. No. What so happens if you put is down an all or nothing? One point question. What happens if you put down all five? Then no. you uh, then you get it wrong. No extra credit. Coran, <laughs> <laughs> you got an answer? I got two wrong answers. Go ahead and reveal it. We have Mark saying Chinook and King, Max saying Ooh. King and Chinook. Ooh. Brody saying know? coho and chinook. Corinne saying king and chinook. Cal saying chinook and Kokanee. Hanzi saying pink and Atlantic. Giannis saying king and what's the other one you wrote? Oh. Coho. The correct answers are chinook, coho, pink, Atlantic, and Kokanee. A
6: lot of kings in this room. What
1: Didn't you get, get it right. Hat? Now say those again. We have a Chinook, a Coho, Pink Atlantic, and Kokanee. Is King a name for one of those? Yeah. King, yes. and Chinook. Chinook are the King, same. King and Chinook is the same. Silver Southern and Coho. Okay. The room. I'm gonna have did very to. I'm gonna have well. to redo so. that thing. because I, I didn't mark anyone who wrote King. With halfway through the game of trivia, hit us with a scoreboard update.
6: Phil. Sure thing. In last place, uh, but first place in spirit. We have Max. With I, zero. Thought,
5: I thought we were playing golf. Zero points. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there
6: you go. And then coming up, tied for third place, we have Corinne and Mark with one point. Uh, tied for second place are Giannis and Hansi with two. And then tied for first place, Brody Henderson and Ryan Callahan oh, with three. Wow.
3: Oh, we got a game. I don't think you should get Jeremy Wade right <laughs>
0: Man, between streaming services, fitness apps, and delivery services, it's never ending. I'm talking about the, the, the subscriptions, the monthly dings on your credit card. Well, thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app. It goes in and finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, meaning, you know, like, let's say there's like a show that comes out and you want to watch it and you wind up doing like this free trial and you forget about it. And then two years later, you realize you're paying those hosers 12 bucks a month for something you don't use. It finds that stuff, cancels it It helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. Instead, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. Stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash meat eater that's rocketmoney.com slash meat eater again rocketmoney.com slash meat eater spring is a great time to do something with your family do some spring cleaning which i kind of started today outside planning outdoor activities which i'm always doing taking a little trip to hawaii with your kids for spring break which i just did which was great you know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. I've said it before a thousand times. I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance. And man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The single most valuable tool I have for chasing turkeys next to my scatter gun, is the Onex Hunt app. If I'm hunting turkeys, I'm using OnX. If I'm not hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. I'm always using OnX. I live by that stuff. I can't tell you the number of birds this app has put me on by allowing me to easily find new areas to hunt. It's invaluable. I use it all the time. Even properties I know super well. I'm at my buddy Bubbly Doug's house. I'm using OnX, and I've hunted this place a million times. With their compass mode, I can pinpoint exactly on the map where a gobble rang out from and then figure out the perfect spot to set up. Meaning, if I'm sitting there, let's say I'm at Bubbly Dug's, and I'm in the navel, and I hear pow, I'll like instinctively pull up Bubbly Doug's place on OnX, and I'll look at the topography, and I'll be like, oh, that sucker must be over in that little opening over there. Waypoints also, and the ability to share them. Okay, comes in handy every spring. Whether that's revisiting old waypoints where I've been on birds before or sharing them to buddies to help put them on birds. This app will help you find more turkeys. On X Hunt has a special offer for you too. Use code ME EATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt this turkey season. Run right to question six.
1: The topic is conservation. The Algonquin Wolf got its new name in 2016. What was it known as before that? The Algonquin Wolf got its new name in 2016. What was it known as before that? So it's currently known as the Algonquin Wolf. I'm looking for its old name. How we feeling, Cal?
2: Uh... I'm split between two answers, but mm. one of them's right.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Write down your other one and cross it out, so we can uh, we can see.
2: So I don't feel like it's like overly tricky. Does everybody
1: have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Mark saying the Timber Wolf, Max saying the Mexican Wolf, Brody saying the Red Wolf. Corinne sang the blue wolf, (laughs) Cal (laughs) sang the red wolf, Hanzi sang the Adirondack wolf, and Giannis sang the red wolf. Nobody got it right. The correct answer, which Cal crossed out, is Eastern Uh, wolf. It used to be thought that the Algonquin wolf was a subspecies of gray wolf, but recent genetic testing has shown that they're actually more closely related to the red wolf. The Algonquin wolf got its name changed six years ago and has been reclassified on the endangered species list as a threatened instead of species of special concern. So nobody got it right. We're on to question seven. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Warren White Knight for sending in this great question. Warren is going to get an orange meat-eater hunting vest that was signed by everyone in the room. If you want a chance to win the listener question of the week, then send your question to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. There are five states that have less than 10% forest cover. Name one of them. There are five states that have less than 10% forest cover. Name one of them. Mm. So we're looking for the five least forested states in America, but you just have to name one. I'm pretty confident in this one. Some quick answers in the room. Giannis just starting to write. Cal just starting to write. Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Mark saying Iowa. Max saying Oklahoma, Brody saying Kansas, Corinne saying Nevada, Cal saying Nebraska, Hanzi saying Rhode Island, Mm. and Giannis saying Kansas. The correct answers are North Dakota, Nebraska, South Dakota, Kansas, and Iowa. The room did pretty well. Do you need to know who got it right? Uh, I
4: think I got
1: it. The room did fairly well. Fairly well. Mm. And Corinne crossed out the right answer to write Nevada. North Dakota it. is the least forested state in America with just 2% mm. of its ground covered in trees. That's followed by Nebraska at 3%, South Dakota at 4%, Kansas at 5%, and Iowa at 8%. Do
5: you want to hear a joke 2%? about North Dakota?
1: Jeez. 2%? You know what they say about North Dakota? Their state tree is the power line. No. You want to hear Can another you? joke about North Dakota? Yes, I do. I love them. Uh, they say, is it an
5: Ole and Lena joke? No. <laughs> oh, okay. they That's more Minnesota. For every tree, there's a good-looking girl behind it in North Dakota. <laughs> oh, no, I'll,
4: can you do a follow-up uh, little info for the next? Oh, show? Oh, sorry. That
2: means that there's not very many trees, so there's not very, very many good-looking girls. You got Thank it. Thank you for
4: that kill. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd like to know if that's natural causes. Like, is that natural, or is that because of like uh, genetics, or? habitat
1: uh, loss due to say farming? We can look into that. I would guess that's natural. I would imagine even if uh, North Dakota put its mind to it, it's not going to get above uh, 10% forest cover.
3: Yeah, Yeah. they're all prairie states, right? So they're all grasslands. Prairie farm.
5: Now, interesting point would be that if you were to, I think this is right, if you were to judge what state has the most of its landscape converted from what it naturally was, Iowa is the number one. Something like ninety-seven percent of the state has been converted from its natural habitat.
1: Whoa, that's Dang. a great factoid. That's why the whitetails like it there so much. Mm-hmm. A lot of corn and beans. Question eight. We'll get a scoreboard update after this. The topic is hunting. What was former Vice President Dick Cheney hunting when he shot Harry Whittington? Ooh. What was former Vice President Dick Cheney hunting? Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> When he shot Harry Whittington. Bernie, that was good. Now, Phil, if you were playing this round, how do you think you'd be doing? Oh, oh,
6: I knew the answer to this to this one, but I mean, like, I was lost for most of those. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would have gotten anything
1: before the That break. was good as me. How'd How did your yeah. wife do? Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, she got I think three on this one. So the the Shelby Index would say the winner of this round, she gets six, which we're on pace for them. Does everybody have an answer? Again, what was Dick Cheney hunting when he shot Harry Whittington? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Mark saying grouse. Max saying pheasants. Brody saying quail. Kryn saying pheasants. Cal saying quail. Hansi saying doves. And Giannis saying quail. The correct answer is quail. Oh, my goodness. It happened in 2006 (laughs) in Texas. Cheney shot Whittington with a 28-gauge as Whittington retrieved a downed bird behind him. Whittington was hit in the face, neck, and chest, and later suffered a heart attack because of a BB lodged in his chest. But the most amazing part of this story is that after all that, Whittington actually apologized to Cheney, saying he was deeply sorry for everything the vice president had to deal with and that he hoped he'll continue to go to Texas to seek relaxation he deserves. (laughs) He's quite the sportsman with the old 28 gauge, huh? That is fun to hear about that uh that feels like some european like fox hunting stuff mm-hmm. being now, in texas hunting it hot quail. i was on a like a deep
2: debate between the 28 and 410 with in like the heart of quail country Next which the, which is bigger the 28 410 is supposed to have more skill so the 410 is smaller than the 28 gauge less efficient you'd say mm, sure um but there's so when you're at your the pinnacle of your quail hunting career you're hunting with a 410 and wow. then uh, I've been told that that gun has to be retired due to the crippling rate once your mm. uh, responses start to slow a little bit. Mm. And then you progress on to 28 and, and 20. But there's a lot of folks who the uh, hubris gets them and they're they're packing around a gun that they haven't earned. So Cheney should have went down to a 20 gauge oh, I don't this. Know. I don't know. The man could have been a lot quicker than he looked.
1: <laughs> Phil hit us with a scoreboard update.
2: We have two questions
1: left.
6: Uh that's right. The only players left in the game now are Giannis, who has four points, and Cal and Brody, who have five apiece.
1: Mm. Two questions left.
5: I can't get skunked.
1: I'm still gonna answer these two, right? Oh, yeah, of Eastern course. Wolf. Okay, Everyone keep playing. Kay. Hold on, you're I still at zero, that. Max?
5: Yeah.
1: yeah. Question nine. The topic is conservation. This is a visual question. If you want to play along and see what the room is saying, then go to Instagram and check out at New Earth. I'll make it my most recent post. Back in February, I declared the Missouri Department of Conservation as the greatest game agency logo in America. Then, coincidentally, one month later, a state changed their logo to... To take them from having one of the worst logos in America to having one of the best, I'm now going to show you this state's old logo and new logo, and you need to tell me what state it belongs to. Again, you're looking at the old logo and new logo of this state, who changed it one month after I declared Missouri as having the best one in the country. Are
6: you implying that you might have had a, uh, you know... you might have inspired them to change their logo.
1: You know, I felt that for a minute, but then I, I read into it a little more and realized they started the process the year before.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> state. This, this is a DNR logo. Yes. Not
1: a fishing game logo, is Good what enough, Giannis we'll was have saying. A
3: bunch of those
1: it's packs a fishing game, them. DNR, wildlife department, whatever you want it to be. It is a state game agency logo. Marcus, what are you doing on your phone?
5: I took a I took a picture of it, so I keep oh. studying it. So well, you can Google well, image search. No, no but everybody else is looking at the picture. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the picture. While Everybody <laughs> else <laughs> is looking, looking over there. Do you
1: think that is? Where it, where's the holdup? Uh, the- Brody is studying. Got
4: me stuck. Mark, share that with me.
6: Brody's trying to look for like Ill- Illuminati symbols.
1: Well, uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, oh, what state is this? <laughs> I of course scrubbed the state uh, of its of its name on there, so you're not going to find the state name. If just look. Just send it to you, Yanni. Brody is thinking real hard over there.
5: I'm trying to figure out what kind of bird that is.
3: Ooh, there's a hint it has a bird.
4: <laughs> there's a fish too.
3: Doesn't have to be a game bird. No, it's definitely not a game it's, bird.
2: It's one of the
1: states that has white tails in it. That's, that's right. A that's real. a big one. <laughs> Did anybody know this when they saw it? No.
4: This could be a chance for that uh, three and a half year old to come walking in this room right now. (laughs) Push some of the old bucks out. I think
5: think all the three and a half year olds are already out of the game, according to the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. I'm just a button buck here. Yeah. Just a button buck.
4: Where do I fall in?
5: You're one of the old, well, you're You're one
1: of the new old bucks
5: that rolled in. New old. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 The young old bucks. (laughs) Brody's an old, old buck. You're a new old buck. Does everybody have an answer? Count. No. <laughs> Come on. Did you draw it over there? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all draw 50 states
2: first. <laughs> but but I'm a doing a symbol outline. for
1: what each state means to me. <laughs> now, again, if you want to play along, go to Instagram, check out at Spencer New Arthur, You will see these logos there.
5: I feel like this entire question is just a gimmick to up your Instagram followers.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Go ahead and reveal your (laughs) answers. We have Mark saying South Dakota, Max saying Ohio, Brody saying Minnesota, Corinne saying New Mexico, Cal saying Mississippi, Hansi saying Indiana, and Giannis saying Oklahoma. I like Hansi's answer too. We do have a correct answer. A lot of different answers. It is Oklahoma.
3: Giannis
1: got it. Now Giannis, what was it about it that made you think Oklahoma?
4: Uh, the bucks, fish prairies and no, I couldn't. I couldn't. It looked uh, like a walleye. I couldn't guess the fish. Yeah. I know. I thought walleye, like walleye too, but
1: that's why mm-hmm. I put Minnesota.
3: The rebrand like cost
1: the agency ninety five thousand oh, dollars to have lost, the man. logo made and one hundred thousand dollars to replace the old logo on signs and uniforms. The new logo is in the shape of an arrowhead to represent the state's Native American heritage and features a whitetail buck, a white bass, which is the state fish. And a scissor-tailed flycatcher, the state bird. That's a cool. They bird. should have
3: just hired our art director, Hunter Spencer.
1: They should have, or like, have a, a contest for high schoolers. They could, uh, they could achieve that same thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, can
2: you imagine taking one hundred ninety thousand bucks and putting it towards habitat? Yeah, might rather have a sweet sign.
1: Now, are fun- you taking
5: that extra five thousand for yourself? Is that what? <laughs> I believe mean, one hundred and ninety five. That's, that's how five, government works,
1: huh? A five thousand dollar decision that uh, Cal made. Yeah, it was funny. You guys were calling out the bird because there was actually some controversy there. People didn't like that they put a non-game bird on the logo because most folks associate the department with just managing fish and game, but it was very intentional saying that we don't just manage hunters and anglers. So that's why the scissor-tailed flycatcher made it on there. It is now, I would say, a phenomenal logo.
2: Yep, I agree. That's I like a good it. good angle. We're on to question 10. Hit us with a
6: scoreboard update, Phil. Uh, it's all tied up with uh, Giannis, Brody, and Cal having five points apiece. Oh. So it's the old, old versus the old, new,
1: <laughs> new, <laughs> old. <laughs> Question 10, the topic is fishing. This next great question is from Jared Bailey. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. This crustacean is named after America's longest natural sand spit, which is located on the northern edge of Washington's Olympic Peninsula. This crustacean is named after America's longest natural sand spit which is located on the northern edge of Washington's Olympic Peninsula. So we're looking for the name uh, of the crustacean. What does crustacean. this have to do with fishing? Yeah.
3: Exactly. You, can fish fish crabs. Crabs. You, you
1: can
2: dive for crabs. Yeah, could be hand? a, a lobster,
1: a crawdad, a crab. Well, I it's thought, thought a lobster was a langoustine. Yeah, but you'd still like
2: go but lobster fishing. But it's still a uh, Oh, yeah, you do still go lobster fishing, still go crayfish fishing. Still go shrimp fishing?
5: I don't even have a guess.
2: No. I have <laughs> nothing.
1: Max, how do you not have a guess? We just named a bunch of stuff.
5: Yeah, I know. This
1: crustacean just... is named after America's longest natural sand spit, which is located on the northern edge of Washington's Olympic Peninsula. Giannis, how are you feeling about this? Mm. You had the quickest answer, I think. I don't even know if what I wrote down is a crustacean. <laughs> Brody, how you feeling? Uh, horrible. I think this is a horrible
3: question. Oh.
1: That's not very nice to Jared <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who took time out of their day to write this question to trivia at meateater.com. I think yeah, it's a good question. I apologize question. to that person. It's a very oh, good question. Cal, how you feeling? I, I picked an answer. I'm going with it. Okay. Oh, Does everybody have an answer? No. Yes. No. Mm. Corinne, yeah, it's wrong, but... go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Mark saying the sand crab. Max saying the sandy cheeks. Brody saying <laughs> the dungeness crab. Corinne saying, without an answer, no, saying the dungeness crabby, which Krabby. crossed out. <laughs> Cal saying the dungeness crab. Hanzi saying the Olympic sand crab. And Giannis saying the razor clam. The correct answer is Dungeness Crab. Ooh. Now I love this oh. question. Oh Which means we're going to overtime <laughs> between Cal and Brody. Dun, dun, dun. Now a sand spit is a beach landform off the mainland that usually develops where a coast changes directions. The Dungeness Spit in Washington is about five miles long and grows at about 15 feet per year. It's a popular destination for hikers and campers in the Pacific Northwest. So, what is the scoreboard update, Phil? We are going to overtime. It is 6 6 with Brody and Cal going to the tiebreaker.
0: Ch- 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 tie tiebreaker. Ty- if you ain't Ty- first, you're last. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. you first, you're last. You, you can be second, you can be third, fourth. Hell, you can even be fifth.
2: Not Brody and I's.
3: First tiebreaker. That's not, it's not. It's like our third,
1: man. You went to tiebreaker in the first ever game we played. Now, the tiebreaker. So, no math on this one. Math got me on the first one. The tiebreaker is a numerical question. So, whoever is closest (laughs) to the correct answer will be declared the winner. The last known passenger pigeon died at the Cincinnati Zoo in what year? The last known passenger pigeon died. At the Cincinnati Zoo in what
5: year? No, it should, so
1: j- should be a gimme for a couple of old
4: conservationists like these two.
5: <laughs> so are you giving them whoever's closest? Whoever's closest yeah.
1: will be declared the winner.
4: Hmm.
1: Again, the topic is conservation. The last known passenger pigeon died at the Cincinnati Zoo
3: in what year? That bird had a name, didn't
2: it? Yeah, we already had that as one of the...
3: Cal, how are you feeling?
2: I mean, I think we're both going to be in the ballpark. It's yeah? just going to be who's going to be closest. You both got an answer? I got oh. an answer.
3: Brody? Hold on. Brody's okay.
2: crossing years off right now. It's like 2022 <laughs> right now.
1: Brody? You got an answer? Yes, yeah. Reveal your answers. We have Cal saying 1898 and Brody saying 1905. One of you. Is nine years off, and the winner is Brody. That's what I thought. The correct answer was
3: 1914. I'm stuck around a little longer. Well yeah. done! Thank Congratulations! You. Thank you. Thank it's
2: you. so funny. I was going Been a while. I was gonna oh, put down 1905 cool. too. That was my yep. second one. I would not that's have it. felt
1: good about if Cal won because I gave the Jeremy Wade answer away. So I'm pleased. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was. I was. I'm an indifferent party here, but I was rooting for Brody. You know,
3: conservation wins either way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So nice. Speaking There's of Brody, so you now get to pick where the $500 donation goes. So what's it gonna be?
3: You know how um, some people like to say hunters only put money into conservation so they have uh, more animals to kill? Who says that? Well, it's like a thing you hear now and then. Uh
4: Well, it's kind of like why the uh, Oklahoma uh, State Fish and Game Agency decided to put that bird on their logo,
3: right? I really like to hunt mule deer. So, mule deer foundation. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good plot twist. So who's it going to? The Mule
1: Deer Foundation. Yeah. We have not donated them yet. Nope. Which, that's why I picked them. Well done, Brody. Thank that's you. That's it for this game of trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins.
0: I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, it's Steve here. Are you serious about hunting or self-defense? Well, starting in 1996, XS Sites took proven dot-the-eye sight pictures from firearms used on African safaris and applied that methodology to modern defensive handguns, all made in America and trusted by industry leaders. Meat Eater listeners can get an exclusive discount on the XS Sites website. So just go to XSSites.com and use code MEATEATER at checkout for 25% off. XS Sites, the fastest sites in any light.